I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. TMS is brought to you daily by and large by the support of patrons like you at patreon.com slash TMS. Like Tony B, Eric Kerwick, and Shadadoon. Coming up on TMS, well... I was tired and I like pandas. Microwave tacos with Dunaway. My wife likes to do it in a pan. You get no tacos, no pizza rolls, and no Lieutenant Yar. 11's almost a 10. <laughs> what about Rob? I don't like carbonated meat. Nightbot thought everyone was Claire. Robotic ovaries bushwhacker. Get out and hump someone. Weird astronomical things. I can't stop thinking about foods with pee in them. Whittle chewy, do ya? K-pop Tom is a Swifty. Butt drugs and too many random road Jesuses with Nicole and Randy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. While Phil and his friends ate, a boy ran past their table. You shouldn't run in the lunchroom. Only Mr. Bungle would do that. Oh, play the next part. This is how you'll be sending dick pics to the people you cherish from now on. The Morning Stream. Ironic, isn't it? An archangel needs a monkey to get a vision from God. Hello, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Wednesday, August 9th, 2023. Scott Johnson here. Brian Ibbett there. Hello, Brian. Hello. Hello. Midweek, man. Hump day. That's All right. that. Hump day. Indeed. Yep. Get out there and hump something, everybody. <laughs> that's right. That's your, uh, that's your job. Uh, yep. your, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to get out there and hump someone. My dog humped um, a pillow this morning. Does that okay. count? That counts. counts. Sure. Okay. She knows how to celebrate. See, yeah, dogs know how to pay attention to the calendar. It's totally true. It's weird. We're in a little bit of flux around here because uh, the dogs are my responsibility for the next two days because Kim and uh, Carter are two days up in Snowbird for a work thing that Carter has. Oh, wow. And she had a plus one, but she's not dating or married to anyone. So she says, hey, mom, you want to go? So all Kim has to do is sit around uh, the hot tub and chill. She doesn't have to go to any of the things that Carter <laughs> nice. has to. So Carter's doing work stuff. Kim's hanging out at this resort. Uh, many of you have been there for Nerdtacular, so you know what's up up there. Anyway, so I'm down here. It's me. It's the two dogs. And then Sarah and Steve are still here, but they're kind of coming and going, you know, because they're mm, busy okay. getting all the shit in Utah they have to get done before they then hop in a truck, go to California, do some <sighs> stuff there. Then they have to come back through here. Then- they stay one more night here. And then they come to Denver oh. to do some other work oh. of some sort. Okay. And then they leave Denver, and I think it's back to Mississippi from there. 
but it's all just a little wacko around here. And now, and I got to feed myself over the next two days. Uh, <laughs> I got to somehow make sure the dogs don't die, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think for whatever reason here, uh, I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like you're going to be a lot better about feeding the dogs than you are about feeding yourself. <laughs> I think you're right. It won't be that yeah. I won't feed myself. It's that I will feed myself poorly. You know? Yeah, exactly. Kim did say on her way out, she goes, now I, I cooked up a whole nother tray of those enchiladas. You can eat those. <laughs> She goes. She goes. There's the frozen chicken. That will chicken. be lunch. <laughs> I got a big old tub of kimchi. I can put it on everything. Nice. I had nice. kimchi and scrambled eggs today, Brian. Brian. Oh. I'm telling you right now. If there's a better combination, I, mean, I actually think kimchi's great on everything. I like it on steak. I like it on everything. Yeah. But yeah. Oh my gosh. On kimchi and scrambled eggs. That sounds good. I've never done it. I had scrambled eggs this morning as well, and uh, I just used uh, some slap your mama. Uh, mm. seasoning on it and that was that was good enough for me I love some slap your your mama yo mama yeah 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 mama yeah mama yeah mama yeah yeah mama <laughs> it's good stuff you also try uh, or maybe they just maybe that's the same company but is it Zatarin's um, hold on I don't know if it is the same company but it's certainly the same region <laughs> yeah it's all it south might be Zatarin's might be the ones who make uh, slap your mama but uh, man anything they make makes everything yeah. better so good so yeah. good all right. Well, we got a show. We got stuff. We got people. We got recommendals later. Tom Merritt will be here with Tech Time. All the fun stuff we expect on a Wednesday. We even have a little Battle Royale coming up. A little, fa- little Tad Pooley feud, rather. Right. Uh, yeah. We'll be coming up God, soon. So much. This is our packed show. This is uh, the show that we we couldn't pull anything out of, rearranged, you know, to make life easier if we tried. It just only worked on this day. And, right. Yeah. So. It's your big middle act, really. Of the, it really of the is, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we go all out, and uh, I want to start things off with something that just sort of kind of blew my mind, and maybe mm-hmm. it shouldn't have, but it still kind of did. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, Brian. But I'm going to tell. I'm going to give you a fact. All right. Okay. Lay some facts down on me. In a deck of cards, we're just talking standard playing cards. Fifty-two cards. Mm-hmm. All right. Fifty-two mm-hmm. deck uh, card deck. No jokers. No jokers. Take those jokers out of there. Yep. Those bastards. The total number of shuffles turns out is astronomical and i'll give you a little bit of uh, data here mm-hmm. if a trillion people all right we have how far are we from a trillion we only have eight billion in this in this yeah this we're, we're we're we might as well just say we're you know a thousand away from uh, a trillion yeah we're a long ways away <laughs> a little less it is less than that but you know it's a thousand like, billion yeah. away right oh no yeah, wait right. is it a thousand billion yeah a thousand billion is a trillion <laughs> That's so much. That's such a big number. It is. Yeah. Okay. So if that's how far we are away from that, uh, if a trillion people, let's say we had that many people, shuffled a deck of cards a trillion times per second, Mm -hmm. if that was even possible. So one trillion people, but also each of those people could shuffle a trillion times per second their own deck. All right. That's impossible, but but let's say that's what would have to happen. <clears throat> and they each did this for a trillion years, mm-hmm. right? Which is longer mm-hmm. than this planet has existed by all <laughs> exactly. carbon yeah. accounts. Um, and it occurred a trillion civilizations across our universe. So compound mm-hmm. all of that another trillion times. In a trillion universes of the multi-ver- multiverse. <laughs> all right? right. So take that yeah. into account. That's the crazy, craziest numbers already. Oh, my God. Okay. It says, on your next shuffle, only then, after all of that, 
Is there a nearly even a chance that your deck will match any previously shuffled deck ever in the history of time? It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Yeah, I mean, basically, if you multiply, the way to figure out the permutations of anything is to multiply the highest number of elements in the set by minus one. Okay. And then keep doing that down the line. So you'd say 52 times 51 times 50 times 49 times 48 times 47. And you end up with a number that's like uh, uh, like uh, one with 70 zeros behind it or something. 65 zeros or, or something behind it. It's like it. those uh, the thing where if you, fold a piece, if you could fold a piece of paper 32 times or something... Mm-hmm. It would reach the moon or whatever the shit. I don't remember what something the thing like is. that. Right, something yeah. like that. They tested doubling it on MythBusters, but it. yeah, like it's that kind of exponential. It's one of those weird astronomical things that is just so impossible. The number is impossible for us to kind of wrap our head around and put into any sort of comparison. Like we can't think about what that is because. Um, we there's no basis for comparison. We can't say it's like oh well. Remember when you were looking at that um, that the sun and you saw how all the million uh, billion Earths fit inside that sun? It's kind of like that times uh, times a billion. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, there's no. Our, my, our little, little minds, our little lizard brains can't uh, wrap their heads around what it's that really is. huge. And I was thinking like even if so so what, what we know is this: if you and I plopped our butts down in Vegas at a table. Mm-hmm. We would know that there was a possibility that you and I could shuffle two decks and have them be identical. Sure. But the probability is so off the charts. Yeah. In yeah. the improbable zone that there's no way you'd ever spend a dime on betting anywhere near this. You would never bet for this. You would never be, uh, yeah, you'd never, this would never be a bet you should take in Vegas is, uh, uh, you know, how many cards match up. Cause, uh, that um, when I saw this in here, I was like, I was uh, googling another statistic about it, and basically said, you go and you shuffle a deck of cards, and it's a fully like you're you're shuffling basically to the point where there is complete and total decollation, right? right it's not right. like taking wrapping the plastic off a brand new deck of cards, breaking it in half, and shuffling that because you will that is going to be. You will you increase know, the, the the possibilities of doing that. You'll increase you the that. possibility, yeah. but if you do a full, you know. Uh, complete shuffle whatever it is eight times to really uh, guarantee complete randomness and declaration um the the it's it's a one in a billion chance that your shuffle will match any other uh, permutation of those 52 cards ever in the history of the world <laughs> it's, just, it's just insane it's just insane it is to me. insane it's really crazy it blew yeah. my mind it made me feel like i was on drugs or something when i read it i was just yeah. like whoa man yeah you blew, gotta you gotta far away listen to craps is your best does just go to craps yeah, don't play don't, yeah. don't play the does my deck match another deck game at, in vegas that one sucks no go to uh that'd be like yeah. uh christmas or sorry vegas vacation uh that weird casino that <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I just take you out back and kick your ass? <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's. I just thought people might enjoy it. So Dealer wins. Dealer wins. Oh, man. Wallace Shawn. Inconceivable. Sean. He's never going to. Don't let him ever die. Oh, don't we mentioned his name. Die. Oh, Shit. my God. We mentioned his name. Oh, there you didn't go. We, do we the just paging. did it. We did paging, Mr. Herman, a week before Pee Wee died. We, we did. did. We um, mentioned. I mentioned The Exorcist on that film sack horror oh, no. episode, and that that director just passed away. That director died. I know. So yeah, window. So yeah. no more. We can't say any famous people we like. Trump. 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 
Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz. Whole damn family. Trump, 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 Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz. And you know what? For some of you, Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton. All right. We've stacked the decks, speaking of decks. Oh, my God. How has our chat, like, it has completely gotten... Um, like it's it's become a police state in there. Like everybody's saying something and then getting ban- uh, kicked for five seconds. Oh, you know what? what? I logged into. I bet this was from me last night. I used Nightbot for my giveaways. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and I'll bet you. <laughs> I bet I know what's happening. I think Nightbot <laughs> has stricter policies, and I yeah. because I gave it mod status, it's just modding now. Oh, it's like it's become self-aware. Crap, you guys. I'll fix yeah, that. Because I, I just promise. saw Rainbow Bright get banned for five seconds, and if there's anybody in our chat that's get, not get, that shouldn't get banned for five seconds, it's uh It's Rainbow it's poor, Bright. Oh, my yeah, gosh. I agree, yeah, dude. Exactly. That's insane. All right. Well, while I'll, I'll click around yeah. and fix this while we're uh, doing things. I don't know why yeah. that happened. Oh, permissions, is it? No, it's community. Yeah, I'm taking. Sorry, Nightbot, you're out. Okay, I've removed Nightbot from mod status. This should solve it. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Good catch. I don't know why. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. It went in there yeah, with a cool. bunch of rules, preset rules that I didn't go change. And yeah. So. Uh, and apparently, it stacks the bands. So I guess we'll hear from Claire in 2025. <laughs> if we're lucky. <laughs> if we're lucky. Oh my gosh, Claire! It was nice knowing you. Oh, she's back. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's back. Okay. Brian, I'm here to pile on to, once again, Brian's recommendation, one more time, for your honor. Yeah. Uh, the Showtime two-season <laughs> uh, spectacle. Now, I look, I thought season one was incredible. And it was. I thought season two was also starting very strong. Mm-hmm. And then somehow, it that season two just gets better. I'm still two episodes away from the end. Wow. But holy shit. That, <laughs> yeah. that show goes directions. I, I guess I guess what I'm saying here is please more shows where I can't figure you out before you happen. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I didn't know it, where would this was going. And yeah. and, and there but yeah. it, but it also wasn't cheating. It wasn't like no. like uh, MacGuffins no, like, and stuff like that. It was like no, you you really don't know the, the full story here and when we give you a little bit more you're going to go damn that means this mm-hmm. and this and this guy and it implicates mm-hmm. this lady and holy freaking crap it's so good you guys you have to watch yeah. your honor it's good go watch it it's, it's it's on showtime and while you're there you can there's other great things you can watch and i still i still say while you got showtime if it's still on there i think somebody said they couldn't find it but maybe it's still on there it's called super pumped it's the uh, it's a drama about the um, uh, a docudrama about the um, formation of Uber, mm. and it's fascinating. And my God, uh, you're not going to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt in another role like this, where he's he's so oh, despicable a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird because that is a that's a Showtime original, but it's not on Showtime. Yeah, it's so it's on Fubo, Spectrum, Voodoo. Okay. You can I'm, buy sure, I'm sure. I'm uh, sure. Some plex. There'll be a, a complex way of probably a complex, but yeah, some pl- yeah. Uh, pl- yeah. plexiglass type uh, deal. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it's uh, it shows really good. So, and once again, Brian, your recommendal resonated <laughs> over time, and I've been, you know, I've been, I haven't been slamming that show. I've been kind of savoring it, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. I, last night, I was like, I could barrel through these final two. I kind of don't mm-hmm. want to yet. I kind of want mm-hmm. to like 
have this for I want one more for today, and then I want yeah. another one for tomorrow. I want to have the finale on Friday or nice. Thursday. Nice. Yeah. So well, Scott, I wish I could say that we did the same thing with one of your recommendals, but we once we started this thing. We uh, just could not stop. Uh, maybe kind of a nonstop binge, if you will. Mm. Uh, your recommend recommendation of uh, Hijack. Oh, with, uh, Hijack's Elba. great. Yeah, it is so freaking awesome. And that <laughs> the finale, like the again, it does something that I haven't seen, and we've seen so many movies like this on um, uh, on Film Sack. Everything from Air Force One to Turbulence to Red Eye, blah blah blah. Sure. And you know, you feel like they always kind of have this this formula where it's one person, passenger fifty seven, against an entire you know a plane with a a bunch of hijackers yep. or, or the, whatever. And uh, and hijack does something that we haven't seen in any of them. Mm-hmm. It does a few things. Obviously, the whole real time aspect of it, the the Jack Bauer twenty four kind of aspect of it, where sure. it's all in real time, is one thing. Yeah. But um, uh, just the the direction, the 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 way that uh, you know the way that the story unfolds again without giving a. Um, uh, anything away just the way it has it has a way of taking so all of those tropes you mentioned earlier from those other yes. movies and things yes. it has a way of of i think this part's genius they use those tropes for you coming in yes you think so you know you, think you expect yeah yeah right. you expect certain things and then they subvert it and you're like oh wow okay we're going yeah. it's a, and it's very different directions than you would expect from those tropes but then sometimes sometimes those tropes Pay, play out the way they should or do usually, but they mm-hmm. affect other things in a way that you don't think about normally. Like it's a really taut, tight experience. Totally. Uh, I really like that show a lot. I don't know if Apple's making any shit. They don't seem. Uh, look, I'm not. This isn't. A, I'm not on my pro <laughs> Apple stance here. I'm just saying they're being picky. They don't seem to have any any zeros. Like what's mm-hmm. bad on that yeah. service right now? They don't make yeah. any crappy shows. It's all good. And I'm still telling you, you if you have not watched After Party, you've got to add too. that to your list to watch. Um, second season we haven't watched yet, but it's one of these shows that I keep thinking about how clever and um, uh, and good it was, and what a great cast the first uh, um, the first uh, season was. Yeah, uh, I need to watch that. It's yeah, a, it's in my queue, as they say, the queue. The queue. It's in your queue. Yeah. No yeah, commercials. Cyborg dude agrees. After party is so with five O's. Good. They don't have an ad tier, Rainbow Bright. They're it's just six bucks a month and you just watch it. So mm-hmm. which is nice. I guess it's called the after party, because there are other things called just plain after party and Oh, it's the um, after party? Okay. The after party. Look for the one with uh Tiffany Haddish and uh again another guy who can do no wrong for me, Sam Richardson. Oh yeah, he's uh, great. Yeah. yeah. By the way, if you uh, if you want to know what the the greatest trick the devil ever pulled, it was it was naming <laughs> the world that he never exists. <laughs> it was naming every. There's about 400 things named Crash. Like uh, the oh, biggest, yeah, yeah. The biggest joke you can play <laughs> on somebody is go, hey, go go look up Crash and then run away, and they'll have no idea what they're actually going to go find because there's too some many. people just want to watch the world crash. <laughs> Nicely put. All right, it's uh, time for us to play a game and involve you at home. Uh, if you yeah. want to be a part of this, you need to ping me on Discord so I can add you to the call. I will take our third or fourth person. 
Uh, so don't delay. Get right in. Or you know what? If I said it's the first person, then you'll all haul ass, I guess. I don't know. Right. It's true. Yeah. But you don't want, I mean, that, you know, you don't want to just give it to the person who has the best connection, the best true. Uh, internet true. connection hears us the, the most quickly. Yeah. I want you to, I want you to, to work for this a little bit, you know? Right. I want right. it to be a little hard. So we're going to give it a try. Uh, see what happens. First, we're going to pull Dunway in and uh, we're going to play a little music to welcome him here. Time for the Tadpooly Feud. And joining us today, like he does every Wednesday and Monday for some other fun, is Brian Dunaway. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hey, Hello. Man. What's going on? How are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm just hanging out with you guys. But two, two of my favorite people in the whole universe. Oh, I can oh, say the same thing dollars? about you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, good, man. Look. Now, now give me $5. Exactly. I need $5. He needs Got money. Bucks. He needs money. Uh, we're adding to the call a, uh, a, a, a real character in the community called One Sleepy Panda. We're going to find out what that means oh, finally hey. uh, in a second. But hi, yeah. One Sleepy Panda. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. Where'd Hello. your, where'd good your name come You're from? Good. What's the What's the origin of your name, your nickname? Uh, I... Uh, was making an Xbox gamer tag once and thought I'm tired and I like pandas. So there it is. <laughs> sometimes great. stories. I was going to say, sometimes there's a great story behind right, uh, the origination of a nickname. I like that one the best. Yeah. That was great. I do like that one this. too. That was really yeah. good. Well, yeah. uh, we'll now uh, hold the give the reins over to Brian, who will explain how this works, what you could win, and what we're doing today. Brian? Sure, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics. Scott and Brian, you have to predict the answers that they gave us, and it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. One sleepy panda. Your job is more important than ever, because you're going to wake up, and you're going to work with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you get a prize package. That includes uh, stickier... S-T-I-K-I-R. I checked this thing out. It is like a really weird... It's like a weird 8-bit game that kind of reminds me a lot in in theory of uh, the old WarioWare games, although it's one long story. It's a platformer, but it looks really weird and cool. The other one is... Look at that. Weird. Yeah, Rim or Rhyme 9000, and this is like a... uh, Listen, this is your... Rim or Rhyme? Rim or rhyme, R Y M. You pronounce it the way you want to pronounce it, Dunaway. Yeah. Uh, 9,000. The proper way. <laughs> yeah. And this is like uh, a uh, uh, first person anime style shooter. And I think this one looks pretty cool, too. Uh, you're going to have some fun with these games, is what I'm trying to tell you. Well, these are reviewed well, sounds too. Sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. You're going to like these. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, what's our deal? What's our con- uh, concept? Well, I'll tell you. Put your hands upon your buzzers. Ooh, ooh. And answer the following question. We asked 389 tadpoolers, name a food, most pee. <laughs> most pee. Most pee. Most pee. What food has the most pee? <laughs> All right, Dunaway. Brian, Brian, go ahead. The answer is tacos. Number one answer. Tacos. All right. Show me tacos. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I rolled the dice. I rolled yeah, the dice. Good. You know what? It was Scott, a good. Scott's uh, been beating me a lot. Lately, I know. No, so I think it was a good. And, and you never know how short my questions are going to be. Like it could have been. Yeah, yeah. Name a Mexican food. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, great. <laughs> name a food. Uh, all right, Scott. You get the whole question to yourself. Name right. a food that most people will use a microwave to make. <laughs> you for the next several <laughs> days. Oh, Should have gone all the time. Tacos. Should have gone bur- burrito. So I'll say burrito. Burritos. burritos. Show me burritos. 
Number five. Four answers. Oh, so uh, be it, but doesn't matter. Scott, you have control of the board. You've also got control of one sleepy pen. All right. Uh, Xbox Gamer Tag, One Sleepy Panda. Let's do this together. Uh, do you have anything that popped into your head when you heard microwave food item? I, I can't stop thinking about foods with pee in them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't microwave that. Um, no. Never want to microwave that, ever. Uh, well, you're in I trouble make, now. <laughs> I am. I, I make uh, oatmeal for my daughter in the morning. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. one. I love that. Yeah, nobody, Sounds I mean, my wife likes right. to do it in a pan, but I'll, I'll microwave it any day. So, yeah, we will, let's say oatmeal. Sure. All right. Oatmeal Show in a me. pan? <laughs> yeah, you do yeah it, go man. with it. Go with it. Yeah. You've never, you've never been in the kitchen, have you, Scott? No, like a pot, not a pan, a pot. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, yes. okay, okay. Pan right. some good old pan fried oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> Deep fry. Uh, show me oatmeal <laughs> slash porridge. Come on, that oh, was God, a good. The slowest, oh! slowest damn oh. click. Uh, number 14 on the list. Dang. Okay, well, that was a good answer. I think it was good too. I think this tells me something about. The tadpole. They're they're making mostly crap in this microwave, is my thinking. But well, anyway, as I'll, I'll tell you, I, this this is the food that has uh, once this came along. This version of this food, all other versions seem like too much hassle. I'm gonna microwave myself some popcorn, baby. The first oh, thing I ever made in that microwave. Gosh, mm, dang yeah. it! All right. I hear you get those free when you get your movie at Blockbuster Video. You get a uh, yes, thing of, you do a free packet of Orville Redenbacher's. Show me popcorn. Popcorn. Uh, yeah, number one answer. Get your popcorn here. Not very good for sucks. points, but at least it's uh, at least we got that number one answer out of the way, and that was like, I mean, wow, like no. almost ninety percent of the people, two hundred six. Yeah. yeah, I mean, oh, more than uh, like we could say more than half of the people said popcorn. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. That makes sense. Duh, duh, mm-hmm. duh. I like to put, I like to put my hot pockets in the microwave because that's that's how you make a hot pocket hot. Mm. Hot pockets. All right. Hot pockets. In that little <laughs> aluminum sleeve thing that they tell you not to put in yes. there, they do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they tell you to do it. It's the crisping sleeve. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's oh. right. The crisping right. sleeve. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Here's, a, here's a hot tip, everybody. And it's not really that hot a tip because a lot of people know this. You put those bad boys in your air fryer. Okay. Oh. You want a good crisp outside oh. your hot pockets. Oh, Convection great. oven air fryer. You know what? There's a good, I'll bet there's a lot that. on this list that will be better in the air fryer if I If I'm buying <laughs> hot pockets, I obviously yeah. don't make good choices. So what are you talking about? <laughs> All right, fair enough. Talking about, you know what? Yeah. You've, you've convinced me it's a very good point. All right. Uh, show me hot pockets. Hot Number pockets. two answer on the board. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am a microwave fiend, babe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now I'm out of answers. I'm going to say... I like, once again, I'm going to show my laziness here. I like to stick my Pop-Tart in the microwave for about 15 seconds. I know toaster ovens. What? I know there's toaster ovens. Yeah. Don't judge me. You you prefer your your Pop-Tart chewy, do you? Like, uh, no, I just want it slightly, I just want it slightly warmed. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, That's fine. And I, and I leave them in the, and I leave them in the full paper. That's the best part. Yeah, they're barely <laughs> in the foil don't, sleeve because do those are in a foil don't sleeve. Do oh yeah, don't do that. They do get taste better with the chemicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's both a uh, fireworks display and a meal. They're barely Show me <laughs> pop tarts. <laughs> oh come on! Uh, zero people. I take that back. What? One one person said pop tart. Uh, really? Do you have it here? Tied for twenty second place. Good yeah. lord! 
That's insane to me. Um, all, right. all right. Well, back it's back, to, back in, to you, Scott. Back in our corner here. Um, I'm going to say um, these are also better than the air fryer, but pizza rolls. Oh, you yeah, know, the duh. little pizza rolls or pizza, maybe. Maybe we just lump them all together. I think you just <laughs> Look, I'm saying I agree they are better in an air fryer, but uh, I will microwave them in a pinch if I have to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Pizza rolls. Show me your pizza rolls. Come on. Really? Number, I will say it was number 11. It was uh, it was the first one out of this did list. You, did you Frick. let your partner, Sleepy Panda, fall asleep over there? He should have stopped you from saying that track. Why? 11? Well, 11 was almost 10. I almost got sleepy, the top Sleepy one. Panda said oatmeal, so, you know, come I on. Know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dunaway, pick up these pieces, make it work. Yeah, like something. Yeah. Have, does, does anybody even bother putting soup on the stove anymore? I just put it in the microwave. Mm. I'm lazy. Mm. Yeah, right next to a pop tart. You do them together at the same time. A little pop tart no, soup gross. combo. Yeah, no, that's gross. That's that gross. part's gross. That's, no, okay. that's gross. All right. Now I'm now I'm worried. Ib has gotten so quiet. I'm going to backtrack <laughs> out and say and say chicken nuggets. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so you go to the chicken nuggets. Little dinosaur-shaped uh, chicken nuggets in the microwave, please. All right. Sure. Uh, shaped like dinosaur. A famed 70s <laughs> talk show host, dinosaur. <laughs> show me chicken nuggets. Oh, man. Come on. The kids uh, are into the chicken nuggies. Number 13. Wow. Pretty close yeah. to the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you, one sleepy panda, I have one, I have an idea here, but I don't know if it's good and you can shoot me down on this, but I kind of like the idea of leftovers because someone will just say, oh, you microwave your leftovers. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. That is a good idea. I think I'll sign off on that. All right. So we are not going to get specific here, but we're just going to say leftovers. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Let's see uh, people warm up their leftovers in the microwave. Oh, Number seven oh, answer on the board. God. Leftovers oh. and pizza. It was hard for me not to like because you don't like yeah. make a pizza and, and put it in the microwave to cook. You only cook leftover pizza. And a lot of people actually said leftover pizza and no, then just dude, put I, leftover so I put, yeah. I put, I put my, I actually put my leftover pizza in the oven. Well that's yeah. Weird. That, that's like and the yeah, air fryer is great way for to that do too. It too. Yeah. yeah. So you get a good crisp crust. Uh I Take the pizza cold. I'm fine. Leftover pizza the next morning. Okay with me. I don't Just mind fine. it cold either. You know any, what? It, it, any it, day of the week. It will be rough pizza. if it's bad cheese. If it's bad cheese yes, uh, yes. that only is good when it's melted, then you're in trouble with it's cold. But otherwise, we got good pizza in there. I'm with you. Just do a nice cold. But piece. I don't. Uh, but I don't only get pizzas with bad cheese, Scott. No, 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 no. Yeah, Not come you. On, come on out. Not if the I, cheese if I'm lord. Pizza. It's going to be a, your, a damn good. Pizza. Your middle name is Good Cheese. So why would it's you? Good do? cheese, Brian. Good cheese. Yeah. Good cheese. Good cheetahs. Good cheese. Exhibit. All right. Well, you've got control. And finally, you're in the lead, which is probably making a sleepy panda very happy. Mm-hmm. A happy panda. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, yes, you've been in the lead because he's only been getting like the ones and the twos. Yeah. So never mind. Oh, back and forth. Uh, all right. Sleepy, sleepiest of pandas. Anything uh, ringing a bell there for you? I, I, I don't know whether to answer like a, a TMS meme of Scott's weird eggs or. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! See, this is dangerous because you're right. That is a thing I talk about all the time, and the key ingredient yeah. in weird eggs is the microwaving of or, the weird eggs, or or a dogarito, or a dogarito. Uh, oh gosh, dang there's, it! There's, 
Or does that classify as a burrito? I don't know. No. Um, it's more like a hot dog and a, well, it's a tortilla. I don't know. Dog my burritos my other thing. thought was hot hot dog slash corn dog. I feel like those. Those are, those yeah, are those are pretty good. A lot. Uh, I'm worried about, damn it. You know what? To be safe. Damn it. Brian, we'll say hot dog, corn dog, or, or can we even do okay. that? Do we have to say separate? You can say, uh, you can say hot dog slash corn dog. Okay. Sure. Show me hot dog slash corn dog. Okay. Number four. Yeah, I don't one. think anybody right, did, did anybody actually say corn dogs. Oh yeah, one person said corn dog. I would have lumped that in if I saw that because hot dog. I would have made hot dog slash corn dog, but that really just would have been fifteen people as opposed to fourteen. So yeah, I like when you leave it in there too long and you just it just wrecks the dog. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, it a gets, science experiment. Again, yeah. And it yeah. Splits in the middle like and gets all whirly. Put a firecracker and, inside of it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, you yes. hear it pop. You better have a cover, or your microwave's gonna smell like <laughs> right. Your microwave's gonna smell like hot dogs forever. Gross pork. Um, okay, I feel good about that. Let's see. That tells me though, Doggerito's probably not on here because Brian might have included it in there if I if I was to guess. So uh, Weird Eggs probably is here. I just think they would have squeezed that in. So let's try Weird Eggs. Okay. Or our final strike. <laughs> All right. <laughs> eggs in general. Yeah. <laughs> Show me the final strike of Scott's weird eggs. Damn it! Uh, ah. no, weird eggs. Weird eggs did not. Uh, I think one person actually did say eggs. Uh, so yeah, no. I, no I do eggs in the weird microwave eggs. all the time, but I realize I am an outlier. That is very rare. The- yeah, right. scrambled egg. One person said. Yeah. Eh, fair so uh, Brian, you've got some. So you've got some ground to make up. You know, you're you're taking prizes out of uh, one sleepy panda's hands, but don't let that uh, affect your your choices, no, your decisions. No, run the board really, and then he'll win anyway, or right, lose, or lose here. Either I'm going to do one short of the whole board. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> just right. out of spite. Yeah. That'll teach you. Out of spite, <laughs> learn you. I'll say eggs twice. Um, I'm going to go with <laughs> surely. Every time we ask about food, someone the tadpole at least ten. Says, what about bacon? Oh, yeah. What about bacon? In we the do microwave? bacon all the time in there, yeah. I wonder who says that. Uh, Bacons. <laughs> Bacons. All right. Bacons. All right. Going with bacon? Bacon. I'm going with bacon. All right. Bacon. Show me the bacon. Uh, no. Oh, are you no. kidding me? Are you uh, kidding me? Bacon. Um, yeah, not on the list. You got to so fry that So stuff. you do bacon? You do bacon, paper towel. Then another layer of bacon, paper towel. You're good. You they even make yeah. they even make specifically make microwave cre- bacon. Yeah, they do. They, the specific stuff is okay, but you're not going to get crispy in the. Uh, yeah, I guess you'll get crispy if you if you use one of those. Um, Dude, why do you complain about microwave food? Microwave food is just a stick in your face. It is not meant to taste good. A stick yeah. in your face. Yeah. Oh, two stick, two stick in your face. Stick in your face. Good for. <laughs> yeah. So he says it's better not in the microwave. (laughs) I like that use of use of words there. All right, let's see what you guys completely glossed over, shall we? Uh, Show me number three: TV dinners, cup Cup noodles, noodles. noodles. Yeah, Yeah. you started to say soup, and I was that was like the reason I was quiet was because I was trying to decide because canned soup is another option, but it wasn't in the top ten. Right, right. So I didn't want to give cup noodles because that's ramen. That's not really. It's not really soup. Ramen is a soup, but it's separate. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a broth with noodles. You kind of just said it, Brian. Uh, Number six, frozen dinners. Your hungry man, your stouffers, your hungry man. Yep. 
Uh, number eight, this is kind of uh, similar to popcorn. Once this way of preparing it got discovered, it's like a, a lot of people prefer it to do it this way. That's your baked potato. Oh, baked potato, right. of course. I do that mm, all the time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't like it, oh, though. I I, I'm not a fan. I, like, I per- way prefer it baked in an oven, but I'll take it if I have yep. to. It's all right. Oh, sure. Uh, if you got six hours, why not? Yeah, Go for it. <laughs> right. Exactly. It was time for that. Yeah. By the time that baked potato's done, I don't want a baked potato anymore. Nope. <laughs> uh, show me number nine. Macaroni and cheese. Mac and cheese. Oh, I knew I should have went that way. I knew it would yep. be mac and cheese and chicken and, and nuggies, but psh, I'm surprised they didn't put nuggies on there. Yeah, nuggies, nuggies was uh, just slightly lower on the list. And this is this is the greatest. I love <laughs> getting to show you this. Number 10. The Dogarito. There's no oh, way. No. There's no way that Dogarito would make the list. Uh, Ryan would that leave that great. in there. Whatever. I figured <laughs> yeah. you were going to lump it in with hot dogs. I just. Oh, gosh, no. It's a whole different animal, literally. Yeah, a, whole, a whole class of cuisine on its own. Apparently. That's right. That's right. And big points we missed. But we still still won. You still Look got at that. It. You still won. Right. You know, right. it's a, you still got it. Yeah, you still uh, got Just some it. last other things that uh, pe- people had on here um, pizza rolls. Oh, you guys said pizza rolls. There's number 11 canned soup, chicken nuggets. Oatmeal. Uh, Chef Boyardee had his own category. Frozen pizza, separate thing. That's different than your leftover cooked pizza. Right. Um, rice, chili. Uh, somebody said Dr. Strangelove, and I think they were answering a different question. <laughs> Frozen vegetables, <laughs> hot chocolate, or hot water for tea. Uh, something called kid cuisine. I don't know what that is. Oh yeah, kid cuisines are great. Yeah. Is it yeah, a just? A, is it a frozen like dinner a, meal like kind a of thing? Kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, for kids. Gotcha. A little smaller. Yeah. Nachos and that one person. You're making a huge mistake with your life. Really, really sit down and just look at what brought you here. Uh, and uh, uh, that's it. Scrambled eggs. Uh, last, <laughs> last item. On the list. Yeah. Don't. I feel like I feel like Ibit asked this question just to shame everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Some food shaming. You know, he's right about. Yeah. Nachos. Yeah, don't yeah. be microwaving your nachos. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, that'll yeah, melt no, your cheese. That. And that's, you know, if you got to do it, just put your cheese in a little uh, ramekin or something. Add a little bit of uh, milk oh, or cream or something God. I, and, oh. and cook it that way. But, uh, I but used to make so. chips in the microwave. No, let's no. let's throw yeah, this one out there. The animals. Let's see if the chat has anyone that responds to this. But I used to put a single slice of bologna. This is when I was a kid. Single slice of bologna in the microwave. And then a little... A puddle of soy sauce in the center of it, and then you microwave it, and it curls up like a taco, like a blue. Oh, yeah. Yes, it does. Bologna yeah. likes to curl. And then I would eat that like it was amazing, and I don't know what I was thinking then. Like even this day, to this day, I'm like, why was I? Why did I eat that? Yeah, you yeah. Know? I thought it was great though. I get, you know what? I, I think there's something to it. There's there might be. You know, kids crave well, salt. Mean, like, They're out running around how, all the time. We spo- need, you know, right? How are you supposed to know what tastes good? If you don't taste what's bad first, you right? Just setting expectations. <laughs> you're refining your palate, is what you're doing. Yeah. That's right. Dunaway always, you know, he's known for scooping a little turd out of his out of his uh, cat's uh, litter box first to taste it first. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to judge it yeah. until he's oh, had a taste. Oh. Okay, that's, that's the, the deal. Truth. And then I'm like, I'm like, but then you then you go, oh, it's gross, and I go, but have you ever eaten cat shit? And then <laughs> I win that argument. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you're you're not wrong. So. A little vinyl in the chat says, "Haven't you ever put Doritos in the oven for a bit? Awesome. Are you talking in the microwave or in the in the actual in the oven? oven? For yeah. In the oven. In the oven. Hell yeah. yeah. Give me a warm Dorito. Hell great, yeah. But, hell yeah. But don't make it chewy by putting it in the microwave. No, Doritos are great because how it, long it, are you put? How long are you putting stuff in the microwave for? It, there's a whole setting that's like ten seconds or less. I don't know. I don't have a button that says." 
shitty food on the front of my microwave <laughs> for like how to, how to make food well, worse. How to ruin you your day? Spring for a nicer microwave. No, oh, is that it? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the Samsung doesn't well, have that button. Scott Fletcher would like to have his way. Congratulations, you're, you're a winner. winner. You have one, and uh, one sleepy panda couldn't be happier about it. Brian's going to send you your codes uh, via Discord here shortly. Uh, Already how do you, done. Tell me done how, you, it. how do you feel about your big win? Fan, fantastic. And, oh, okay. and remember, it doesn't. It doesn't take that much effort to preheat an oven. That's right. Nachos. That's right. Let's it's live really like our it. ancestors did. Damn it. What are we doing right. here? Bye now. That's the reason why that's we got global warming because everybody's preheating their oven. Thanks a lot. <laughs> that's what's causing that's it. That's what's causing it? Okay. Uh, I will yeah. say, so I have this niece in Phoenix. Uh, she's older. She's not really my step-niece, I guess. Anyway, she's. Um, uh, they refuse to have a microwave in their house because they're sure, they're certain that it's just killing them all. Oh, geez. Yeah. And we don't know what to say about it. We just kind of go, oh, okay. Uh, I guess you. Meanwhile, uh, 90 year old grandma down the street is poking at her microwave. Beep, 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 yeah. Beep. Yeah. Nobody. They're. F- I'm going to live forever. It's beep, based beep, on beep. nothing. They're just. They, they heard it somewhere, probably on a dubious news source, and, and that was enough oh, for well, them. Well, I mean, we remember how. You don't remember when we first got microwaves? There was such a, you know, a fear. I mean, it's like, oh, you got to be careful. Yeah. You know, it's. Yeah. Just, it's super dangerous. Yeah, I remember back in the day, or when we were, you know, probably junior high, my, my mom would say, don't look at the food while it's cooking, because it had, like, the window and the light yeah. would come yes. up. Don't, you just don't stare at it, it yeah. while it's rotating in there. <laughs> you used to leave, you leave your head against the microwave, just lean. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, waiting for it to finish. <laughs> Beep. Oh, my, right. my, my Doritos are done. <laughs> um, Dunaway, here's good news. Today, 3.30, Mountain Time, Play Retro over at uh, frogpants.tv, the live stream, or uh, later on the podcast, we'll be talking about all the old Nintendo Entertainment System peripherals. We're talking Zapper. We're talking Bob the Robot. We're talking about the Power Glove. Bob, wait, wait. Did you call it Bob the Robot? Well, it's B-O-B or whatever. Yeah, no, it is not. It's Rob the Robot. Oh, Rob. It's Rob. Bob Rob. Rob. Why do I keep saying yeah. Bob? I keep. I, I've I literally know. done do that you know what? five times today. Yeah. I keep doing it. Anyway. Do you know what, you know what uh, Rob stands for? Uh, r- robotic... Uh, ovary bushwhacker. I have no idea. Nailed sure. it. Nailed it. Ibit, Ibit, you got a guess? I had one of these damn things. It was part of the whole Nintendo set that I uh, shoplifted. It was... Uh, <laughs> I always ro- forget about that. Robotic. It was something... Robotic was the first one, I think, right? Uh, you are correct. Robotic is yeah. the first uh, in the initial oh. of Rob, which is not Bob, and he's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I can't he's remember super slow. I just yep, remember it a like robotic. It was super slow. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's a robotic operating buddy. Robotic, robotic operating, operating buddy. buddy. Really? He go. had some. Yeah. yeah. He had some little gyro spinners, and he would spin those. So he could play gyro might. Okay. Well, I yes, kind of those gyro that. spinners. That game was like it was hell, right? Like because basically yeah. what you had to do, you had two little platforms and you had to get the gyroscope spinning on the little spinner and, you, and then the robot had to do all this stuff right so we had to pick yeah. up the the tops put them in the gyro spinner mm-hmm. pull them out put them on the platforms and keep them there long enough for on screen these two doors to open mm-hmm. so that mario or whoever it was could walk through these levels yeah yeah you're totally well, right on that not on mario you know what I'll say, yeah, though? Definitely not Mario. It's definitely not Mario. I'll say this. I'm putting it in your chat right now or in our Discord so you can see it. But <clears throat> I yeah. think the design of the robot's actually kind of rad. It holds up. 
you know? I mean, oh, it, dude, yeah, this is not mm-hmm. that long after, like, Short Circuit was really going through uh, robots. We'll talk about this on Play Retro tonight. But, yeah, we were really big on that. And this was just a gimmick for yeah. Nintendo to yeah. get it into our little grubby hands. They love those gimmicks. They still do. They do this no, shit all the time. Simple. It's like the cardboard crap they did recently. Uh, what was it called? Yab Nabo oh, or yeah, Yobo? Yeah. Or oh, right, yeah. The the working Mario Kart carts that can go through your house with a camera and all that. Yeah, if Rob could bend like that and look like that, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. Rob, no, that's Rob a nice was little just animated, kind of like on uh, a, right? Yeah, not happening. Rob looks like he's a lot more animated than he actually is. He's just really like a a, a single vertical rod that kind of his arms go up and down <laughs> exactly, on. Yeah, yeah. The top. I should call them Rod the Robot. That'd have been better. Yeah, Rod anyway, the Robot. That'll be later today, and I'm really excited about doing this because we haven't really done a hardware review in a bit, and uh, we love yeah. going back in time. And this time we're doing it around hardware, so check that out. Brian Dunaway, kiss our butts, and we'll see you later. Bye. No. Ah, damn it. Ah, I thought I got ah. it. I thought I, squ- I squeaked him out before he could say anything. But it was well done. Still was very there. well done, Scott. Nice, Thank you. Nice job. We have some quick news today. We'll do it now. Let's do some quick news brought to you by Red Fraggle 3 on YouTube. If you like clay and pots and pots made of clay, well, you need to check out this channel. That's YouTube.com at Red Fraggle 3 today. Do it. Get in there. She's throwing, throwing, throwing hot she, pots or she's, whatever. She's, uh, doing handle. What's it? The handles thing that she does. She's firing handles. Firing up them handles. Getting them going. Making handles. Yep. Things. Hey, look at this. Speaking of baloney, I didn't yep. mean to tie it into today's story, but an enormous Lebanon baloney sandwich. Okay. Unveiled at the Pennsylvania Community Fair. Now, I don't know what a Lebanon bologna sandwich is. It's obviously not in Lebanon, but it must be based on some kind of sandwich that's yeah, called Yeah, it's kind of interesting because I had Lebanese food the other uh, the other night at Trivia. And it oh, was how'd that go? Falafel. You never oh, never heard back. How'd that go, the food? Oh, well, the food was great. I had uh, I actually had a gyro, mm. and uh, it was it was great. They This food truck rolls it tight, kind of like a... You know, you usually get a gyro, and it's basically a taco filled with um, uh, your your lamb, your uh, lamb, your gyro lamb meat, gyro your lamb, yeah, feta cheese and tzatziki sauce, and oh, uh, gosh, you're killing me. This uh, sounds so good. Right lettuce, now. tomato, onion, all that stuff. This one was kind of wrapped tight like a burrito, and it made it a lot easier to eat at the at the pub that we were playing at. It's nice. like, oh, wow, well, this is like a one hand thing. No stuff has fallen out. Mm-hmm. Those truck food people know how to package. You know they do. They have to, right? Because they got to make it so that it's not only yummy, but that it also is easy to eat. And uh, well, this one is they, not. It's 150 feet long. Uh, that is 40, 45.7 meters for those uh, in space points. Um, <laughs> the sandwich was created Tuesday night at the Lebanon area fair uh, by a large crew of volunteers known as the Baloney Security. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Lebanon. Oh, okay. So it's the bologna itself. It's, it's the meat. The type of bologna is the is what makes it Lebanese bologna. Yeah, they describe it here as Lebanese bologna is known for its distinct smoked and tangy flavor. Mm. They don't say why. Mm-hmm. Uh, every <laughs> what makes it tangy. Yeah, I'd like to know. Every foot long bite was sponsored at a hundred uh, bucks a foot. The money was donated to the Lebanon County Christian Ministries and their efforts to help people dealing with food insecurity and the or in the Lebanon Valley. Uh, Pen Lives uh, reports the bologna security used 600 slices of provolone cheese, 1,200 slices of half-sweetened original seltzer Lebanon bologna. Oh, the seltzer is probably what's in there. Original seltzers Lebanon. I mean, they bologna. capitalized it, which makes it sound like a brand. But maybe that's maybe there's like yeah. a because you can infuse 
carbonation into, into meats. I've seen this before. No, I think I think Seltzer is the name of the company, the, the name of the brand. Is it I don't the think brand? it's actual. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you can do Seltzer that, though. Is- I've had meat that had carbonation in it. Really? Yeah, what was that? Um, oh. <laughs> Carbonated meat? Yeah, what was it? It was like a weird, and it had a weird effect. Uh, beef carbonate, carbonate recipe. Was this it? How to tenderize meat? Are with you sure you're thinking carbonara? I don't think so. <laughs> ah, my wife is no. There's Seltzer's uh, Lebanon bologna, by the way. Uh, how That's do you a- use baking soda? Not that. Where is this? I have done this. Yeah, way to way to make the show title so easy, Scott. Carbonated meat. I know carbonated is, meat's uh, a great title. Great get that title. get that in there. Uh, anyway, so good luck to them. May they enjoy their their fine meat in their long sandwich. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt with some tech news. After that, we got some uh, recommendals. We'll have Nicole from the road. She'll be in a car. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, fresh off a super quick but fun visit. Yep, a little lunch with Brian. Never hurt nobody. Nope. And uh, we'll talk Brian. all about that. Uh, so that's all coming up. <laughs> Uh, after this, but Brian's got to play a song, and that's just the deal. So sit back and relax, Brian. What do you got there? Yeah, so we had uh, some some rap yesterday. We had uh, some uh, uh, rock on Monday, I believe. Well, today we're gonna do indie soul. This is some funk, 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 seventy uh, esque style uh, summertime bop. This is so good. This is a band with the great name. Oh, he dead is the name of the band oh, just like wow. it sounds oh yeah. he dead wow. this is their brand new single called lightning drunk there uh, the lp is uh, called pretty and it's coming out way like a month and a half away uh september 15th you'll get the new album from oh he dead here is the single from it though and it's called lightning drunk
saved his cake for last. Only a Mr. Bungle would eat his dessert before he'd finished the rest of his lunch. Oh, oh yeah, I hate soccer, yes. And we've returned. Uh, I, I need some reminding. Who was that again? Sure. Stick this in your fizzy meat drink. This is a band called Oh He Dead from their upcoming album called Pretty, September 15th. That's a new single called Lightning Drunk. Nice. So somebody out there, find this meat-infused or carbonation-infused meat thing. I know I've had so, this. So like you eat it and it's fizzy? Kind of. It has just a, like a little... Kind of a prickly taste. That's not a good description. It's like a no. That feels like bad meat. Like it's uh, <laughs> like the meat's bad and it tastes fizzy when you eat it. Kind of thing. Like that's oh, how do you know that meat's spoiled? Oh, it it uh, has a little prickly kind of feel to it when you uh, eat it. For the life of me, I cannot remember what it was I ate, but I swear this was a thing. I might I may have remembered it wrong. Anyway, if someone out there knows, tell us and we'll deal with it. Uh, let's um, do the, uh, the the Tom thing. You know the Tom thing? Mm-hmm. We'll do the Tom do- thing, sure. The Tom sure. dance that we do mm-hmm. here on the show. Um, pull that up and get that going here. All right, there we go. And uh, we'll just click, click this. Please, let's be civil. Tom, play us a quick solo to show everyone how hard you've been practicing. Well, I don't even know if we need to see that, you know? I know how hard you've been practicing, Tom. Yeah. I just know. <sighs> Thank goodness. Well, finally, I get the recognition I've craved. <laughs> I know. After all that work, finally people are talking about all of it. Well, uh, it's good to see you, though. It's Tom Merritt, everybody. Comes on the show on Wednesdays, does a little tech time with us. And uh, I'm sure today will be no different unless you got something else in mind. <laughs> <laughs> got something non-tech you want to talk with us about? I mean, I could do a concert review of Taylor Swift Day 5 in Los Angeles. Oh, if you like. uh, my sister-in-law went to that uh Exact concert. There's so many of my friends were there. Pete, you really? And, Your sister-in-law was there. Yeah, I didn't see her. Sarah and oh. it was Sarah and uh, her her daughter <laughs> Anna. Her. And they were they had really great seats. They were kind of center and up high and like right onto that big long stage. Yeah, and, um, you oh, were there. Michelle nice. Morrow was there. There's all these people I know that were there, and it it I don't know. Kind of annoyed me that I couldn't see them all in one place, but. Anyway, it's a giant concert. There's like thirty thousand people there or something. Or yeah, I got a I got a little thirteen tattoo Aww, from somebody. That's Aww. cute. Did you you didn't get a friendship bracelet? I did. I got a couple. Of, I got one that says uh, "fearless" and one that says "calm down." Wow. <laughs> wow. Calm down. That's great. <laughs> wow. I I don't see that ever happening at a Taylor Swift concert with anybody. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. So did you? Are you? Do you consider yourself right. or count yourself as a Swifty, as they're called? I don't know if I deserve that title mm. uh i cannot sing every lyric of every song like most of the people sitting around me could yeah. uh so uh but yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan of her work love lots of her songs eileen and i have some special memories of making long drives listening to various albums and stuff so it was it was fun a heck of a show yeah my i'll goodness. bet they were my like, sister-in-law described it as the most insane she's been to a lot of concerts she's like i've never seen one like this She's yeah, just, lady. Uh, lady knows how to how to concert. Yeah, well, <laughs> good for her. Uh, well, great. Uh, so so envious. That sounds like such a great show. Let's yeah, just, it was. It was. A good time. Does she do any covers? By the way, like any kind of. Like no, it, no. Okay, I was just curious no. if it was like I'm going to do this Beatles song because I'm in the mood in the middle yeah, of this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Which she's done drops of Jupiter in the past by Train, and sure. she does a great version, a great live version of that. But uh... no, the, the the two interesting things since we're doing a concert review now instead <laughs> yeah. of a, a, a segment. Um, the two interesting things about the concert were that it was 
uh, an overview of her discography, right? Mm. So it's called Eras because she takes you through different eras of her musical uh, journey, not in chronological order, but but definitely grouping the songs together from various albums, uh, having outfits and choreography and things that go along with that era, uh, and no encore. Oh, first oh, really? first show that doesn't have the fake encore where they're like, "Well, I guess I'm leaving yes. now. I think yeah. we're done. I'm yeah. certainly not just hiding backstage, gulping water." And, yeah, just uh, it just. Yeah. I mean, it was three hours long, so you definitely do not feel cheated. Wow. Uh, but but it's like, yeah, we get to the modern era, we get to the recent album, and then that's it. Thank you very much. Good night, everyone. Wow. See you tomorrow. Wow. Yes, and you good. were satisfied. You were fully satiated by the music you you had been given, and your perf- yeah, absolutely. It was a stellar performance. Well, good. Then it prepared you for tech news, right? Oh, what? But did you want to hear about G Idol? I went to see G Idol on. I don't on know Sunday. who G Idol is. is. That a, a K-pop dude? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to see Espa this <laughs> Sunday. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> and La Seraphim has a live stream concert this weekend. <laughs> Anyway, oh, um, Heim was the opening act. Oh yeah, my Heim, God. Heim was them. great too. Yeah, and they came Heim. up and did their the one their feature with Taylor during Taylor's uh, concert as well. <sighs> oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, I like those girls. Uh, They're pretty great. The Heim no. sisters. Or they Hain. took it right down to the wire. Yeah, I bet it did. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, well that catches up on all the popular culture. Now <laughs> we can do technology, I guess. Yes, Netflix. Netflix is uh, has got a mysterious app called the Netflix Games Controller. Oh. When you install it, it says to begin, choose a game on your TV and follow the directions. Except there are no games on my Apple TV. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Netflix games on TV are in beta. Some devices may not be supported at this time. So I. No one knows. Netflix isn't talking how this is going to work, but it seems like this is going to be a controller for games on television. Maybe smart TVs, maybe Apple TV. I don't know, but it's on iOS mm. uh, and it's called controller, but without having games to use it on, I can't tell you much more about it, uh, but it's certainly got a lot of people talking. So it is a digital controller. We're not talking about a piece of hardware or something. This is an app. Right? It's an app. Okay. Yeah, what it is beyond a message that says begin a game on your TV, uh, who know, who can say? Yeah, that is interesting. I'm going to actually search for it. Um, if you do the help, it just takes you to the general Netflix help center, which doesn't have any reference to the game controller thing yet. That's weird. Yeah. That's really weird. Also, I, I'm trying to think like they would have to have, maybe they wouldn't, maybe this could be cloud. You could do this through the cloud, I suppose. Well, but, and don't forget, they have said publicly, uh, we want to do cloud gaming. And uh, what's his name from Overwatch? Uh, Chaco Sunny. Oh, right. Uh, is the is is running a studio in Southern California for Netflix. Yeah, they're making games over there uh, of some sort. Nobody knows what they are yet. I guess I'm kind of um, not bummed. I wish it was. I wish this was like a hardware solution because touchscreen phones are not great for controlling typical games i mean yes you can play monopoly go like we all are right now because yeah, it's sure. simple presses and yeah, everything but the stuff like jackbox works great with a sure. with a smartphone oh yeah for, absolutely uh, right uh, yeah yeah i get the sense that the former ep of overwatch might not do a jackbox ripoff no i think he's if i had to guess <laughs> not. if i had to guess they hire him for his experience with you know more t- twitchy experiences I, yeah. I don't know i don't know 
but it's and maybe there will also be i mean there is a controller for apple tv Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's true. So, and and maybe maybe the Netflix games will work with third party controllers that you can connect by Bluetooth or something as well. Mm-hmm. I, so this may just be a like, hey, for those of you who want to try our games, not all of them, all of all of Netflix games right now are mobile apps. They're not particularly twitchy. No, some of them are you know on the on the border, but there's a lot of solitaire type stuff right. in there. Right. Maybe there's going to be some of that on the TV to start with. I, I have. This is one of those fun times when we get to wildly speculate because there's there's no counterfactuals here. We can we can go wherever our brains take us. Their their entire trajectory of announcement uh, announcement stuff around gaming for Netflix, whether it be their original plans to be a rental service for 360 PS3 games, Wii games back in the day, and they 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 folded that almost immediately. It was like it was barely there. Um, when they call it it was they actually had a name for it but anyway it was it was basically the model of you know we send you the discs kind of like yeah it was gamefly. the old dvd netflix model but with games yeah. that gamefly was the successful version of that but that was not netflix's service. right exactly and they right. and they you know that went away real quick because i think it was just too little too late but um here lately it's all been you know it's all been about kind of poking their toe in the water and seeing what mm-hmm. sticks and here's a few mobile games or whatever and they're not exactly super uh discoverable like you've said before, it's not like they're. This isn't like some hard nosed effort. It's more like, yeah, we're you know we're gonna try some stuff and kind of fiddle around. Yeah. And this feels like maybe more of that. You know, just kind of see what this, sticks. Yeah, the the this is clearly <laughs> clearly not a strategic like big unveiling of a major product. You know, they they just put an app in the app store and they're not talking about it. So uh, it does all remind me of how Netflix streaming began. And uh, when Netflix streaming launched, you got it in a browser. I think it, I want to say in the beginning, it might've only even worked in internet Explorer mm. before they oh, really? uh, made it available wow. in other, uh, other browsers. And there were like 2000 <laughs> titles. So everybody was like, what is the point of this streaming thing? And Netflix was saying exactly the same things about streaming then that it's saying about gaming now, which is like, this isn't a business of its own. It's just a free add-on. If people want to take advantage of it, that's cool. Or, you know, it's just helping to expand the value of your DVD subscription. <laughs> These days, they're saying it's just helping it expand the value of your Netflix subscription. Uh, so they sort of, uh, uh, you know, set the expectations low so that they can outperform them at some point and then turn it into a separate business is my guess what their strategy is. Yeah, and for the record, I think they've got some bangers in their current game selection. In fact, they just released Oxenfree 2, which is also on PCs, but you can pay 24 bucks for that over there. Here, you just get it. Um, Terra Nil's an amazing little game. Uh, This scriptic crime stories thing's supposed to be real good, although I haven't played it, but they're not like, they're not loading this with junkware. They actually have I mean, to- it started as like really minimal puzzly games mm-hmm. and it's not, you know, just kind of slowly built up to the oxen free and what you're talking about where it's like, well, wait a minute. Suddenly, suddenly without me paying attention, they're starting to get some, some better and better games. Mm-hmm. If this controller is any indication, they, they plan to make a, a bigger deal out of playing these on a television up till now. It's all been mobile. Yeah. That's the part I'm curious about. Cause if they end up having hardware deals with people where their phones are just uh, maybe it's just AirPlay and, and and Google's version of that, which I forgot the name of. Uh, uh, Google Cla- Stadia. Uh, Stadia, or not Stadia. The other one, the, the, their thing with the dongle. The 
Chromecast. Chromecast is what I meant to say. Mm. So these like over-the-air Wi-Fi solutions for controlling stuff on whatever set-top box you have <clears throat> makes sense to me. Yeah. But also, it'd be really fascinating if their plan was to supersede that, go straight to the cloud, and then come back and control somehow, which is basically what Stadia did with their controller. Yeah. So I don't know. That, and, that and, part's and, interesting. And, and they have said, what was it? He, um, Who's the guy? Mike Verdu is the VP of gaming uh, at Netflix. Uh, and in October, he told TechCrunch Disrupt... Netflix is exploring a cloud gaming offering, so it would fit right into what he what he said out loud to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll uh, keep our eye on it. It's always good to talk about this stuff on a Wednesday. Uh, keeping both eyes on it. Both eyes, yeah. <laughs> which I makes keep it off. really hard to drive. I have one yeah, behind my yeah. head, which I didn't. I wasn't prepared to uh, tell third eye. about. Nice. Yeah, third eye. It's blind. Third, third eye. eye blind. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Um, anyway, later today, Daily Tech News Show is happening, and it's a Wednesday, which means I'll be on there. Very excited to be on. Is there anything else, Tom? Going on with that or anything else you'd like to mention for the fine folks at home well um i almost hesitate to mention this because it's sold out uh but i'm i'm teaching a, <laughs> a a single day it's more of a seminar than a course uh but it's a class on how to make a great podcast uh i'm doing i'm very nervous about it i'm doing it for the first time uh tomorrow uh, tomorrow afternoon or evening uh and uh if that sounds like something where you're like, well, wait a minute, I didn't hear you were doing that. I How'd it get sold out so fast? Uh, the way to find out is either be a patron of DTNS, because uh, I told told folks through Patreon, or uh, sign up for my newsletter, freetomnewsletter.com. I told everybody there about it as well. And so if you have signed up and didn't get into the class, I will let you know too, uh, as soon as I, I do it again, if I do it again. And also when I have it available on demand, because I, I plan to make a recording of it and make that available to folks as well. So, uh, if, if that is of interest of you, then you should probably sign up for the newsletter, freetomnewsletter.com. Do it, everybody. Tom Merritt, everybody. He is Ace Detect on X. Ooh. And uh, he's an ex-user. Wait a minute, that doesn't make that doesn't make good sense. Uh, it's yep. almost like they didn't think about this very very hard. Over yeah. there. <laughs> almost, almost as if. Anyway, Tom, I'll see you later this afternoon. Have a fantastic day. Bye, Check Tom. you then. See you, Tom. Bye. He did that thing my dad used to do. Wait. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Chris Elliott does it too in uh, Kingpin, where he goes, uh, "Hey, Tipperillo and a sasp, uh, sub- sake and soda seed." <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's good. Chris Elliott, man. Chris Elliott. What's he doing? I guess he just did Shit's Creek. He's fine. He's fine. He's 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 uh, rolling in that Shit's Creek money. Yeah, there's plenty of that to go around. All right. Nicole. Uh let's see if I can add her. It should ring for her, I suppose, on her phone. And then Randy. Uh he'll ring for him on whatever he's using. And then we'll all be together doing this thing yeah. we do right here, right now. Yeah. Well, what do you recommend? That very dramatic music means it's time for us to recommend things on streaming services in a segment we call Recommendals. We do it every Wednesday with Nicole and Randy. Right now, we have Randy. Hi, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. How are you? Good, man. Oh, you? Super, super. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I know I know how you're doing because I've been listening to you for the last hour and a half. Oh, well, yeah. That's one way <laughs> to find know. out, I guess, right? Just... It's, it's beautiful. How's it? How's it out there on the road, Nicole? Hello. Hi. Hey. Hello. I apparently, wasn't, I wasn't listening live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have been a minute or two back based on lag and, and stuff like I'm that. I'm like 
telling Tom, Cat and Soup is wonderful. It's a great <laughs> little movie on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, no worries. It's uh, we're just glad to get you. Are you? Where are you in uh, your your vast travels? Uh, uh, I haven't seen Wheat Jesus yet. That's in Colby. Okay. <laughs> so I'm. I think I'm just about ready to cross over from Colorado to Kansas. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Look at you. Do I sound, do I sound okay? Yeah, you, you sound, sound great. Fine. Yeah. yeah, no issues. Sound like you're in a car, which is, you know, totally workable. I like it. Uh, well, it's good and, to have you here. We're going yeah, to... I just want to say, I haven't thought about Wheat Jesus in a long time. Wheat Jesus <laughs> looks just a little bit like Asmongold, and it's really oh my disconcerting. Gosh. Like, is, he just as, like, is he as controversial as Asmongold? That's my question. No. No way. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say... There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of Jesus pictures on your drive on i-70 from colorado to missouri there's at least five that i know of wow that's a lot <laughs> that's a and lot I, of jesus's that's almost too much jesus i would say you know yeah well yeah. and when you drive alone you go how did that jesus get there did somebody <laughs> yeah. like go to each one of these farmers and say hey can i put up this jesus for you <laughs> Billboard, they're, yeah. they're, like, they're all the same they're all the same Wheat yeah. Jesus is the only unique Jesus. Then it becomes, um, I can't remember what the saying is on it, but there's like four of them all the same. Sorry. All, Sorry. My brain goes to weird places. When that's I all right. Die. All the Jesuses. <laughs> it's fine. We need to be, we needed a Jesus update. I'm glad you, glad you brought yeah. it to us. You don't, you don't go by wall drug. No, I guess not on I-70 you don't. Darn it. It's too bad because that's another, uh, wall drug. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what that is. What's that? Yeah, it's a that? massive drugstore that sells everything, uh, including bumper oh. stickers that people put all over their cars that say, I went to Waldrug. And oh. you see them, <laughs> you see those all over the road. Really? Oh, and they have I the never... crazy, the crazy ads. They have like yes. absolutely insane I ads. I thought that was butt yeah. drugs. Different place? Well, the butt <laughs> drugs also, oh, also they also ads or good ads. Yeah. And they yeah. just closed those, the, the butt closed. drugs. Yeah, yeah. that was a bummer. Uh, but drug. apparently people don't want butt drugs anymore. Anyway, well, it's good to have you both here. We're going to get straight into it and do some recommendals. Brian, we start with you, as we always do. Uh, set up your clip and we'll play it. Sure. I watched a <gasps> documentary. What? and uh, But it is about something that I, am, that I uh, enjoyed very much, that I found uh, uh, fascinating and was even more fascinated by by the stuff behind the scenes of this uh, this thing that I enjoyed. All right, here's your clip. Colin was so uncomfortable. He, he never wanted to be on camera again. Now we realize that we've created a new category. Russ was definitely more like, you know, he wanted the limelight. He wanted to be on camera. We don't need a team of a thousand people. Yeah. Sponsors and advertisers are reaching We out. do have the flexibility to grow. So fairly early on, some cracks started to form. You know, especially in the relationship between Russ and myself. But for now, someone thinks I'm dumb. Uh, the guy who owns this app thinks I'm dumb. Great. The guy who hired me thinks I'm dumb. I don't think Russ loved the fact that I was becoming the face of the product he created. You know, very early on, we had some awkward interactions over Slack, in person, over text. This might be my last show because uh, my boss thinks I'm dumb. So... It was nice knowing you, good playing with you, <sighs> but we started growing. No idea. <laughs> so is. that voice you're hearing is Scott Rogowski, and uh, you know him as the host of a an app that we all seem to play uh, in yeah. the uh, 
the mid 2010s called HQ Trivia. That's right. Um, I think what 2016, 2017, uh, this thing just went huge before the pandemic. Boy, it would have been a perfect thing during the pandemic. But the, well, I mean, they yeah. they were during the pandemic. Like well, I remember, they were, but they, the yeah. third time that they closed <laughs> shop was yeah. during the pandemic. Like like the worst part of the pandemic. Yeah. Like I remember yeah. that really specifically. Well, um, the history of this thing is amazing and also super tragic. So it was uh, uh, founded by these two guys, the two guys who created Vine, Russ Yusparov and Colin Kroll. And uh, after Vine uh, ended, they said, hey, let's let's do this trivia thing. They came up with this app called HQ Trivia, this live game that everybody would play at the same time every night. And they'd give away some money. And uh, all you had to do was just stick around and, and last through 12 trivia questions increasing in difficulty. And if you made it to the end, then you shared the prize pool, which was sometimes 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 1,000 bucks they got up to. I think they even tried, they even got up to the tens and uh, tens of thousands, maybe a million. I don't know. Like they had some really big payouts, but you were, you were getting a share of that. And the problem. Uh, that a lot of people experienced at the time was they'd make it to the end. They'd only end up getting like a dollar 18, um, because they got a share of what the prize pool was. And, uh, and you still couldn't collect it until you amassed $20 worth of prizes. Then you'd get the check for whatever it was over, you know, $20 or over. Mm. And, um, there are these viral videos of women, you know, this woman screaming cause she just won. And it's really yeah. just, you know, a dollar five. And she was on Ellen talking about it and they show a lot about that. Uh, it was uh, absolutely crazy, but, but more importantly, the stuff behind the scenes, the, the two guys that Scott mentions, uh, Russ and Colin, Two super different guys. One loved the limelight. The other one really hated the limelight. One was kind of more outgoing, gregarious. The other one was kind of introverted and sometimes creepy, especially, unfortunately, towards some of the women in the office. And, um, uh, and, and there were these different kinds of conflicts that they'd experienced between these two guys, not just with each other, but when they'd kind of play staff against one another and um and sadly kind of led to uh to uh, Colin uh killing himself. Oh yeah, wow. I remember that all ended that way. That's right. Yeah, a really that. really hard sad situation. This I have um, to see this. I have to watch this. It's so good. It's on HBO, it's on Max. Uh it's a <laughs> CNN film and the the there's a little there's, there there's some complaints out there that the documentary is a little bit biased. Uh, the the host Scott Rogowski, the guy that you hear there, he's he's about a third of the narrative of this thing. They have all sorts of former employees and all sorts of um, coworkers, both uh, uh, HQ trivia folks, but also um, Vine folks talking about the experience of working with these guys. I feel like personally, I feel like it it. It feels pretty on the nose, especially when you see the videos of the way these people act. Mm. Um, it's got an 80% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's good. And it's a very fast-moving documentary. It's a couple hours or 90 minutes, but it feels like that time goes by so quickly because you get so much information. I'm looking mm. at it on IMDb, I'm really sad that it looks like it ends before the most like amazing things that ever happened around HQ Trivia. Because like, Oh, which were? Which were what? what? 
Matt Richards and Anna Roisman going to the office after they had laid everybody off and turning on the stream. Like it, it like this is they, an absolutely insane moment. Mm, like one they of the, did talk about that, but it was, yeah. it was within the, um, I'm, uh, unless I'm remembering correctly, they actually showed a video of those two, like, like, well, this could be the last uh, ever HQ trivia live thing. And yeah, they, oh. like, they, I kind of oh, remember oh, something about that, that how they memory. they turned it on and then got on there and kind of <laughs> it was yeah. it was just this like you know a couple servers in a closet they filmed that whole thing in just like this little closet yeah. that would heat up and get super warm and they'd have the the green screen behind it but uh, seriously Matt Richards and Anna Roisman are two of the funniest people that ever live streamed and it was a wild moment like it was like one of those moments that you remember as like the top 10 things to ever happen live on the internet like, <laughs> like do you remember when uh uh what's his name the goober was competing with cnn to be the first person to get a million followers on twitter uh what's his name oh i don't uh, know replacement uh, guy on uh uh oh my god um <laughs> replacement guy <laughs> what's uh, okay uh comedic actor yeah um replaced I can't. Oh my God! Replace Charlie Sheen on Two and a Half Men. Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher was competing with CNN oh, to be uh -huh. the first person to get to a million followers on Twitter. And oh they, really? They live streamed the whole thing. This is like in 2009 or something. Yeah. Early they, and they and they live streamed the whole thing, and it was like one of those moments where you're like, "This is what the internet's about. This is why I I am on the internet." <laughs> wow. This is why I subscribe. Yeah. Um, Interesting. No, <laughs> that I don't remember. But I do remember <laughs> I've shown a video of uh, of uh, uh, those two hosts uh, you mentioned uh, doing their last recording. Yeah, that's wild. I got to see this. This seems like a no-brainer. It's great. It's on Max. Uh, and like I said, it's uh, 90 minutes. It's called Glitch. That's the first thing you know, you'll know you look for. It, the, the subtitle is The Rise and Fall of HQ Trivia. But um, uh, it's, uh, you know, talk about your your uh your tech kind of your tech bros a little mm. bit um with the whole ready fire aim mentality of like doesn't matter let's just get it out there doesn't matter oh the, the, there's collateral damage ah who cares let's just do it let's just get it out there sure sure this isn't the 1998 uh sex romp comedy glitch it is not okay. there's so many <laughs> so many movies it's almost as bad as crash as far as how many things that are called glitch but uh, yeah glitches. glitch is uh uh glitch the rise and fall of hq trivia on did, didn't I recommend a show called Glitch? That you might Australia have. Like an show? animated, uh, yeah, I think it was an animated deal, right? Let's see. No, no, no. It was that oh. Australian show about the dead people coming back to life. Uh, and I think it was called Glitch. I think you're right. Yeah. Is it called, <laughs> oh, yeah, here it is. It's uh, on Netflix. 2015. Um, yeah. Here it is. Paranormal like, drama television series. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, so there's more glitches than we know what to do with. Starring Patrick Brumnell and Genevieve O'Reilly. <laughs> you're the you know competitive trivia guy. Did you have like a heyday with HQ trivia? Oh yeah, no, I never. I never won a penny. I got uh, I got to the eleventh question multiple times. I never got twelfth. And in my trivia group, there were only like 
four of us that, uh, or sorry, four of them <laughs> that, ever, that ever made it to uh, the, the final question and got um, got winnings, never received them because they never they never collected more than twenty bucks. It feels like it feels like this is a thing that should somebody somewhere should have made another version of this. Like it was a big yeah. whoop. It was there huge. were there were competitors. There were a lot, and yeah. um, there was one that we played that that again my trivia team and I got together and played a lot more, mm. and it was. Oh, there was something, but the questions were a little bit more, not really gettable, but they were kind of written Jeopardy style where you'd get a couple hints as to what the answer was. If it was in, you know, an opera thing that you'd never get, but there was an, another hint in the clue that sometimes said, oh, that could be Carmen or something mm. like that. Well, and the, the problem, Scott, is that you, there are always ways to game the game. Mm. And like you, uh, the organization is going to have mm. to increasingly spend more and more and more money to stop people cheating. Mm. Yeah. You know? I get and yeah. so like, they, like how, how could they ever survive? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean the time limits and then you had potential people maybe, you know, getting answers ahead of time. You'd get these big farms where it would be a dozen people in a room all playing at the same time and saying the answer, the answer to this one, I know this, it's this. And basically, you know, everybody would answer <laughs> based I, saw on that. One I, I, I literally saw that at work I, yeah like, oh i'm not surprised it wasn't yeah. like a dozen people but like one person on a computer everybody's mm-hmm. screaming out loud they've got five phones you know mm-hmm. what i mean it yeah. just seems yeah. like something that somebody should have figured out a way to perfect it and it would be a huge popular thing right now i just don't know why so, that there was no way to make yeah. that model work it's so weird to me but. and it could have been money i mean it, it they they just experienced a peak and then they didn't do enough to maintain it and then there were all these problems going on afterward that, that just kind of watched the numbers slowly dwindle as fewer and fewer people played it. And, uh, yeah. uh, and they never had advertisers. I mean, they made their money by just getting, um, viewer, you know, player data and not even really that much data, right? Just, you know, knowing where people are playing from. What's, what's like wild that. is how parallel your recommendal is to mine in such a weird way. We'll talk about really? that. Really? Oh, good. To, but it's such a, Can't such a similar why. story. It sounds like, um, all right, let's get to so so once again, glitch uh, the glitch, HBO Max uh, ninety minutes glitch the rise and fall of uh, HQ trivia. Nice, Randy. Let's get to yours. What do you got here for us? I just have another feel good uh, movie that I had to return to this week, and uh, it's just nice. Um, it happens that we're in a moment when a particular person is. Uh, clearly going to be the number one director of 2023 mm. and before the movie that uh in 2023 is was unbelievable box office hit mm. uh this director made uh, another great movie a better movie in my opinion like one of the best movies uh, i've ever seen wow. and uh it's streaming and i, I watched it in this clip uh, you're going to hear a 17-year-old who's running for class president. She's been called into her teacher's office, and her teacher is an old nun at a Catholic school. All right, here we go. Some of the students were disturbed by your posters. It's just a bird head on a lady body, or vice versa. I think it's a little upsetting. It's my tradition to run for office. Don't worry, I won't win. That's not what I'm worried about. This won't mess with my scholarship, will it? No. You're okay there. You have a performative streak, I think. Yeah, I think that too. Maybe you would enjoy theater arts. They're having auditions for the fall musical. Do we have that here? It's a collaborative effort with the men at Xavier. How am I a senior and not know we have that? 
Perhaps you haven't always been an active part of this community. They do a fall musical and a spring play, and from what I hear, it's a real blast. What I'd really like is to be on Math Olympiad. But math isn't something you're terribly strong in. That we know of yet. Wow. <laughs> um, this is my it was a point of shame for me because I've never seen this movie, and now I want oh, to. Really? Yeah, I, 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 I wish you would. I wish you would. It. It's wonderful. It's um, absolutely, you know, a, a coming of age uh, story. But every coming of age story you've ever seen is about a boy, and this is about a girl. And Greta Gerwig uh, is just like flexing every imaginable filmmaking muscle in this movie. It's beautifully shot. Oh, we haven't said active. yet. It's Lady Bird, by the way, everybody. Before, yes. we, before we get any uh, shit out of luck. Luck. com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Continue. Um, <laughs> that uh, the old the older woman you just heard is Lois Smith. Uh, she's so good. It's one. She's one of those uh, actors who. I can I can only tell you about like the thing that I remember her from, and that's in Twister. Oh. Uh, at some point, everything goes all sideways, and the only solution for the team is to go visit Aunt Meg. Yeah, and <laughs> Lois Smith plays Aunt Meg in Twister. So she's no. Um, so she's the old. She's Doctor Iris Hindman in Minority Report. But what I always remember her from is True Blood. She's she's Sookie's mo- uh, grandmother. Uh, in that oh, show. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. She's everywhere. Yeah. She's in everything yeah. always. She's great. Um, yeah. more importantly in this film, like, so, uh, the, the 17 year old girl is played by Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan's like absolute breakout performance. Um, her mother is played by Laurie Metcalf and she mm-hmm. has to, she has the strangest role and it's so realistic and difficult and watching Laurie Metcalf, like I just, I hope when you watch this movie, Scott, and I really hope you will, I hope that you uh, agree with me that uh, Laurie Metcalf is so underrated. She's just, mm-hmm. it's just, a she is. I already really loved, strong. Actor. I already loved her. I'd love her in everything, but uh, it's good to hear. I didn't even know she was in this, to be honest. So this is good news. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and it's just a it's a it's a coming of age movie. It's a it's about the the final days of a, a young person living at home and and preparing to move out and move far away if possible. Like her, you know, her goal is to get as far away as possible from Sacramento, California. The the movie you know shows you Sacramento. It shows you a lot of it to really give you a sense of where you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, it it it's almost like. 30 minutes of montage in this movie, which is, is kind of hard. Uh, I guess if you watch Barbie, there's a lot of montage and maybe this is like Greta Gerwig's thing, but this movie has so many fast cuts for a talkie, right? For a, like a movie that's really just people having dialogue. It's like almost like it's edited by Michael Bay. It's really, mm. really. <laughs> mm. I also have a kind of a, I won't say it's a thing. That sounds creepy, but I really like Sasha Ronan. I'm just going to say out loud so Claire can hear it. She's my favorite Irish person. All right. Take oh, that. wow. Take that. Wow. Yeah. Take that. Wow. And, um, <laughs> and there's some, there's some really interesting little bits of trivia around this movie. So like go read that after you watch it or while you're watching it. Um, re- just Sasha Ronan has no business being this good at this age at, sounding American. Like she almost never misses, uh, you know, the whole movie and certain things happened to her, uh, you know, like coming in and getting started with Greta Gerwig and they, they had all sorts of fun little rituals and it's just a, uh, there's just a, a behind the scenes that I, I wish there was a whole movie about that. You know? mm. Yeah. Well, nice. Yeah. Where is it streaming again? Did you say 
I was I watched it on Paramount Plus. It okay. looks like it's streaming on quite a few things, but Paramount Plus was the one I found it on first. I'll bet it has a bit of a uh, a reawakening for a lot of people since they saw Barbie and went, since, wait, I want to see yeah. more from Greta Gerwig, Gerwig and mm-hmm. they go find it. I mean, I I only really knew her as an actress before all this, and she has clearly found, you know, her future. <laughs> hey, if you watch uh, Little Women, you get her as both actress and yep. director. And Saoirse right. Ronan. <laughs> and Saoirse Ronan, and yeah. Ronan yeah. And, and if you want to see the uh, the older lady we just talked about, I forgot her name already. Uh, Laurie Metcalf. Laurie oh, Me- you mean the the the, uh, the, yeah. the Lois Smith and Saoirse Ronan together. I just watched them and Timothy Chalamet, who are all in this movie. I just watched them in the French Dispatch. So they're all hanging around with like Wes Anderson and being all weird oh, with him. Wow. It's kind of cool, man. I kind of got cool. I kind of got a weird Wes Anderson vibe out of Barbie, and I think it's because the that mm. Rosenbaum or whatever his name is, the co-writer that always co-writes with, uh, um, uh, with Wes Anderson co-wrote Barbie. And I think that's where I was getting that feeling, but I'm happy to do that. To that. Yeah. Yeah. I love his work. So bring it on. Uh, awesome. A, yeah. There is another role in lady bird that I want you to look for. It's the priest who runs the Catholic school that she's going to, mm. um, his, uh, his, his, the name of the actor is Stephen McKinley Henderson. Mm. And he is so that guy. When you see him, you're going to go, I feel like I've seen him in a thousand oh, things. It's the guy in Dune um, with the blind yes, eyes. He is. Yeah, he's yes, the he is. commander guy for the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Uh, Love he is, he is in Lady Bird and he has a really killer little uh, subplot. And I, want you to look for it yeah that guy's awesome i love him all right good call uh nicole swing it over your way as you drive through these beautiful valleys and highways of our american west (laughs) midwest uh what do you uh what do you bring i'm just about ready to cross over to uh, kansas so uh, there's that say hi to Uh, uh, wave wave at steven on on your way through there i have so i just saw a sign it said Hayes is about 169 miles so i usually when i drive by i go Hi, Stephen. Bye, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, I wish I the exit. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm on a mission. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I actually did detour on the way out here to see Carrie. Oh, that's in cool. Kansas City. Clean. Oh, I, nice. was her, I was on her doorstep knocking, and I'm like, oh, there's your dog. Hi, doggy. And I'm just knocking, and I'm going, I really have to pee. Well, I guess she's not here. Oh no! <laughs> Crap! Crap! So Carrie, I was there. I don't think I'm going to be able to stop back. I just I, the way east, you lose an hour. Yeah. Whereas you're going west, you gain an hour. So right there, you go. That's how time but works. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I got to see you and spend some time with yeah. you. Yeah. Me too. That was that was awesome. Uh, you should have kept coming to Utah and we just all would have met up and had a big party. That's what we that should have done. That sounds good to me too. <laughs> yeah. That works. That would have been all right. Uh well what did you um, bring today? I know you've uh you had something last week. I think we're doing the same thing, right? Yes. Yeah. So this is another movie that Mateo found for me. And I remember it coming out and go and saying to myself, Oh, I need to watch that. And they, they kind of hide it in Disney Plus, but he found it and we watched it and it was wonderful. All right, here's your clip. So, Check it out. Okay, I got it. Shut up. Shut it. Now. I said shut it. Shut up. Why did you hit me? Because I don't like you, Derp Droid. I don't like you, Derp Droid. Ow! Whoa! 
Okay, come on. Let's go. Oh! Bebots can't shove? <laughs> That's how you do it. Incorrect. I can shove with a compressive force capacity of 29 pounds per square inch. <laughs> My resin skin tenses on impact. That's it. I'm gonna destroy you. All right, this reminds me, for some reason, I'm getting like a um, Baymax vibe out of it. Hmm. Yes, it's very Baymax. Um, you actually heard the voice of Zach Galifianakis as uh, Ron. This is a digital animation movie called Ron's Gone Wrong. Ron's Gone and Wrong. This is a, it's a futuristic movie where every kid has a little... It's like a, it's like a robot, but it's not. It connects to social media, and they're called Bebots, and they're meant to find friends for you. So, all, if you're if you're a kid, it knows you. It scans your social media. It scans your music, and then it finds kids around you that like the same things. And the whole idea is that it's supposed to promote friendship. So, I like the movie because. You know, having a young kid, I, I see him and this is something as a parent, you you kind of watch and you're like, okay, we're spending too much time on the screens. We need to get out. We need to make friends. And so this movie actually spoke to Mateo pretty uh, quite a bit. Mm. And the whole premise of the story is there's one kid in the school that doesn't have a bebot. All the other kids have bebots. And so it's his story about getting Ron who's a little off. He doesn't have all of his programming mm. and it's about the relationship that forms between the, the bebop and the kid. Big cast. You got, you mentioned Zach Galifianakis, but you got Ed Helms, uh, Jack Dylan Grazer is your main kid of Olivia Coleman. Love her. Uh, Rob Delaney, oh, yeah. whole bunch of good, good uh, voices in this. I haven't even heard of this until you, until right? you put it in our thing. Yeah. yeah totally under the radar it's, yeah it's it's a fun movie the the clip that you played so um the the boy doesn't have a mom but his dad and him live with his grandmother and they're very she's very i don't i'm not sure what country she comes from but the little song that dicky 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 and it's like <laughs> it's it's very cute and funny and mm. yeah so it's about building friendships um getting offline and yeah, it's a it's a great feel good movie. Nice. I loved it. Some really good pedigree on the directors. They've uh, had hands in the good dinosaur Inside Out, Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were Rabbit, like all kinds of cool stuff. I'm gonna check this out. Looks great. Yeah. Looks like Ron's this is... gone wrong. Got it. This is apparently one of those movies that was completely made remotely. Like every person working on oh, the movie really? was working oh, from really? their home studio or what have you. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. So I'm I'm always surprised how well that that has worked out for a lot of projects. There's some yeah. game projects like that where, you know, most of the work was done at home. Where I'm like, wow, you guys really killed it, and most of you didn't even talk to each other face to face the whole time. It's nuts to me. Yeah. Um. All right, I've got one. It's a documentary. It's a quick one. Oh, I got. Oh, go ahead. Can I just say yeah. about your baloney talk yeah. earlier? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm living in your past comments, but. I love taking bologna and putting American cheese and just rolling it up. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Something about bologna no, when you're I, a kid, you know? Bologna's like a yeah. magic meat or something. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Bologna was the staple when I was a kid growing up. It was like bologna and cheese sandwiches, bologna and ketchup was yep. a sandwich. Yep. Yeah. I like yeah, bologna, bologna and mustard is all I needed. Mm-mm. And white wonder oh, bread. Man. Oh, my gosh. That sounds so good right now. <laughs> nostalgic um all right here is mine mine is a documentary also so brian and i both picked documentaries not really knowing we were going to be doing that and funny enough the plot or the you know as much as you can plot a uh, the trajectory yeah yeah is very similar uh but in a very different era and a very different business but there are similarities here's my clip my friendship with steve was always very close always from the moment we met we met in college we both came from brooklyn Middle class, lower middle class, working families, everybody uh, upwardly mobile and ambitious, and everybody wanted their kids to do better than they did. My father was a tennis pro, and I played tennis, and I visited these estates, and I saw how people live, and you just see this whole other life. You were very well aware of the difference between what they had and what you had. Somehow tennis expanded the universe and you saw that there were other possibilities. Now, funny enough, it has zero to do with tennis, but um, this is a documentary called Studio 54. It came out in 2018 and it is about said studio. Studio 54 famous for uh, popping up in New York in the 70s and completely taking the world by storm in terms of like uh, anybody who was happening or it, uh, whether they were actors or singers. Um, uh, artists, it didn't matter. They were all there and they were there every night. And it was this huge, explosive cultural pinpoint, um, that kind of came out of nowhere. And it was these two guys, uh, Ian Schrager, Schrager, I guess is how you say his last name and Steve Rubell. And they were friends in college and they decided they want to go do something cool. And this is what they decided to do. So they they rent this space in a rotten part of New York City that nobody would go to. You were all going to get mugged there. It was like a terrible part of town. <laughs> Got kind of a deal on the place and then just launched this thing. And there was a weird virality to it. Almost like, you know, it's a lot like the HQ, the Trivia HQ thing. Yeah, Came yeah. out of nowhere, took the world by storm. And then it and then burned themselves apart, like yeah, exactly. Too like flamed out, like basically too popular too soon, and nothing to support it underneath. And yeah, I, basically that. And there's a lot, you know, there's a lot more in there. But in, in Ian and Steve's case, they kind of had a similar trajectory. About Ian is the behind the scenes business guy. Steve Rubell was out kind of in front of it all. He's also a closeted gay man during the '70s, which was very different than now. And so there was that whole aspect to it. And the club became a, a very safe place for gay the gay communities and just various outcast communities to show up and and you know feel free to be who they were um but that also meant tons of drugs Mm -hmm. uh lots and lots of unprotected sex right before the aids the aids deal yeah he ended up dying of aids steve rubell um uh, ian schrager is still around and is still doing stuff he's he's busy in the hotel business and is credited for changing how hotel, hotels work and stuff. That's guy, the guy that was played by uh, Mike Myers in the um, the film Fifty Four, right? Was I the, think so. I think he's yeah. playing the behind the scenes guy in that. Yes, right. Um, right. I didn't see that, so I, I only know kind of. I haven't seen it either. Surface wise, yeah. Because when I was looking for artwork, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot there was the the Fifty Four movie about Studio Fifty Four that I never saw. Yeah. <laughs> and it's wild because it's like, oh, here's Mick Jagger hanging out with 
uh, I don't know who they were, you know, just the actors of the time, uh, you know, various people doing different stuff. And uh, it was crazy. And the movie does not hold back on letting you know what was going on behind the doors, but also where they got in trouble. And they got in trouble because they were skimming profits. They weren't paying taxes the way they were supposed to. They both ended up serving jail time because of it. Um, Wow. Obama actually pardoned Schrager during his administration because he was, and they, they go through a bunch of this. He was mostly unaware of what was happening with the skimming and the other stuff. That was mostly the Rubel guy who was involved with that. And then everybody else they had working for him. But then they talk about how many people that work there are just gone now because of the AIDS epidemic. Like the whole thing is just fascinating snapshot of a very specific moment in that time right and it was right before the reagan administration where things got very different in terms of uh you know sort of the overall culture of the nation and how they talk a little bit about that and they talk about how before that the the sexual revolution and the you know desire for people to want to just go to a place and party and this and they talked to some people who were just addicted being there they could not spend they had to be there every night they just had Mm -hmm. to and they would load up on cocaine and dance the night away and you know, that's the, that was their life. And you get to hear from some of those people. They're all much older now, obviously. Anyway, it was really fascinating. And I remember this documentary hitting some years ago, 2018, as I mentioned, and it being well-received. Uh, it is currently streaming on Netflix is where I watched it. And I would highly recommend it if you have any interest in kind of a history snapshot of the 70s and what it was like. Because uh, cool. it's pretty, yeah. pretty wild. They also tried to revive it like twice. There was also a replacement place that was all after the, after they served their prison terms, just kind of a sad, like, like this trivia HQ thing. It's like, yeah. yeah. Boom, bam, explode. It like, oh, was, no. was really cool when it was around and then just, uh, uh, just didn't, didn't survive. It's under its own weight. Got yeah. Crushed and and too weight. much fame, too much money too quickly. You know, all that stuff mm-hmm. just really mm-hmm. messes with people. And it's, it's a real lesson in that. I, I really, really liked it. And it went, it went by fast. I don't even know how long it is. It's, uh, that's probably an hour and a half, maybe two hours. But anyway, really good. Check it out. Netflix Today uh, is where you'll find it. Netflix. To ne- Welcome to Netflix Today. Uh, <laughs> Max. Studio, Studio 54 <laughs> is the name of the documentary. All of these things will be on quicktms.li shortly. Already there. Already, Already there. there. What do I mean yeah. shortly? They're there now. Yeah, what do you mean shortly? Bye. Yeah. Nicole, I wish you a speedy, uh, safe return home. Is she there? She's okay. muted. Yeah. Oh, do we lose her? Gone. No, she's muted. Oh. Uh, she's probably saying her thanks and stuff right now, but she's uh, not. Uh, she's not knowing that we can't hear it. She's probably yeah. uh, throwing. Yeah. Oh, oh, there I'm she is. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. Uh, I was, I was talking. I was like, oh yeah, I only have eight hours and thirty minutes to go. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's a lot. <laughs> wow, that's a lot, and it's also Kansas. That's flat as hell. Oh my gosh, that's mm. a lot. Yeah, you yeah. could just I'm you can actually put a cruise control, lash the steering wheel to the. <laughs> to the uh, emergency break with a belt and take a nap. Yep. Just watch for wheat <laughs> well, Jesus on your way. Yep. That's right. I listen to a lot of music and I listen to a lot of podcasts and it, time goes by fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, be safe yeah. uh, and uh, say hi to the okay. fam when you get there. We'll talk to you soon. Randy, uh, always good to have you, sir. Uh, anything you want to mention before we uh, go? We're watching 65. Oh, for- yeah. Yes, we are. 
Speaking of Netflix, get that get that all in you. sixty-five of it. Yeah, yep. We're gonna see we'll, if he can we'll uh, finish what he started. We'll find out. I, I never said I, I I never said I wouldn't ever watch Adam Driver. So yeah, here we go. Yep, here we go. Science fiction Adam Adam Driver. How will he hold up? I mean, I guess he's been in Star Wars, but still. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he has done. I guess there's a couple. There's some science fiction, but I don't really. I don't know. It's weird it. how I separate that and don't really count Star I, Wars. I, in that. It's funny. But the, initially, I was thinking, oh yeah, right, good point. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that thing is. I don't know if it reviewed very well, but Film Sack is the real test, and we'll do that this weekend. Randy, have a great week. We'll see you then. You too. All right. He's just saying how much he likes the band U2. That's what that he was. does. He's actually giving a music recommendation, and we just cut him off. Yeah. He's really the edge in the, the, the U2 is my favorite band, and I wish Apple would have put all their albums uh, <laughs> on my iPod without asking me. Yeah, without any permission. That would have been great. Without any permission. Yes. Uh, that's it for today's show. A quick shout-out, though. I got an email this morning from Cassie who said, my partner Gary has two R's in his name. I always like that. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Gary. Gary. It's easier to yell at him. Yeah, um, has been listening to your podcast, The Morning Stream, and all your others almost since their inception. It would be so cool for him to hear you guys uh, saying happy 35th birthday to Gary today when we listen to TMS. Hope you have a great day. Well, you know what? I'll do you one better. Let's party. Happy birthday, Gary, with two R's. Happy birthday, Gary. Gary. 35 is, 35 is great. You're going to start, you're going to feel like that's a moment of like, oh man, I'm I'm aging. I'm 35. I promise you, you're a child. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. We didn't either. That's why we're saying this. Okay. Totally. Totally. Yeah. We didn't know. 35 came and I went, ooh, that must be, I need to be more like an adult or whatever. And no, it's just a number. You're good. Mm-hmm. Age ain't nothing but a number. Yep. Uh, I'll be. I'll say that about my age now when I'm far from it again. It's, it's how it works. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh, I fondly remember 54. Oh, yeah. Did you watch it because we're now 54 years old? No, I didn't. Studio 54, I didn't even think of it until you just said it. <laughs> I didn't think of it until I just said it. <laughs> Wasn't so even really, on my can mind. we wait 11 years to watch that Adam Driver movie? <laughs> oh, that's too soon. That feels wrong. I don't like it. See, this is this Gary is when you can worry is when we have discussions yeah. like this. When eleven years means things like that. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, well, anyway, uh, Cassie, thanks for letting us know. And Gary, have a great, great birthday. Um, yeah. I would like to remind folks so that we are supported by you at Patreon.com/slash/TMS. You know the drill. You know what you get because I tell you every day. I'll spare you that today. Just go over there and check it out and sign up. That's all we're asking. Patreon.com/slash/TMS. Brian, let's do a song. Do you have another birthday here? Because I'd love to play that cl- uh, clip I, twice. I, well, I do, but don't play it. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, this one's going out to Ambassador Domo, uh, Robert, uh, living in that weird uh, haunted church that he lives in, former uh, abandoned church. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, "It would today would have been my wife's 59th birthday, oh. but it's now seven years since she's been gone. Please play a cover of or by Annie Lennox. My wife's name was Annie as well. Thank you. Signed, Ambassador Domo. Oh, man. Uh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I That's know. Awful. It's, uh, God, we think you know obviously we think of you uh, so fondly uh, ambassador domo and we uh, you give we send you virtual hugs out right now to you uh, in your weird abandoned haunted I want to live in his abandoned haunted church I do I, I think there's probably do. room for all of us let's go <laughs> let's get in set there set up a, uh, a you know podcast studio in there and uh, and just you know wait for the ghosts to stop howling before we record anything I'm ready um, all right, let's get to his request. Anything, Annie Lennox. I love 
Annie Lennox's voice, and I feel like this is a great example of it. This is from her 2014 album, Nostalgia, where she covered a bunch of older songs. She's done a couple all-cover albums and uh, since her time with the Eurythmics, and, and um, this is the more recent of the two. Um, Medusa was the first one that had a bunch of great things on it as well. This is this is a great song. It is a cover of George Gershwin's song from Porgy and Bess. It is Summertime. Jumping 
frogpants.com beer deer beer deer flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's united healthcare insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company united healthcare insurance plans offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more one of these plans may be right for you if you're say between jobs coming off your parents plan turning a side hustle into a full hustle or even missed open enrollment want more flexibility find out more about united healthcare insurance plans at uh1.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.